And we're back. Welcome everyone out there on planet Earth to the Three Ugly Guys podcast, a subsidiary of All or Nothing, because we're going to talk about it all, and we're going to talk about nothing, and everything in between. And as always, we are Three Ugly Guys. I'm Corey. I got Joe in the house. Here. I got Paul. I'm Paul. Not only did this motherfucker cut me off, he dragged it out and sang his song. His, I thought sa- that sounded sang his name. beautiful. I mean, you're not wrong. It was kind of heavenly. Well, I kind of did it on purpose. Well, Corey, if it makes you feel any better, there's another introduction you can do. <gasps> that is true. What? Oh. Yeah, shut up, Paul. D- well, <laughs> I, got, I got two intros uh, right yes. now, dude. No. Well, the first one, I'm going to give a shout out to our audio <gasps> wizard, Ant of Aragali Media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And again, I'm going to say real quick if it wasn't for Anthony, yeah, this project would not be happening at all right now. He helps us in any way, and we love him for that. And <sighs> He's why we sound as good as we do. He really does. Like right now. Paul, stop doing <laughs> I'm that. Sorry, Damn it. You're not supposed to lick the microphone. It's Paul. the ASMR. COVID. Damn it. All right. But we have a returning special we guest today do. from episode number nine. Ooh. Ooh. We have Kyle in the house. <gasps> Howdy, 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 y'all. Hey, hey Kyle. Kyle. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> that was very insane. Look about Kyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, Thanks for having me insane. back, Insane. Gun Backstreet Boys. Uh, ooh. The Backstreet Boys? Speaking of, ooh. Ooh. what are we talking about today, gentlemen? Oh, my God. How did I forget the Backstreet Boys? What are we talking about, guys? What, Paul, what are we talking about today? You seemed very excited <laughs> you about You seemed that. very oh, excited. So but mad. I'm glad you were, because today ooh. we discuss music. Oh, music. Music. Me, me, Sure. Kyle? Hi. Yeah, uh, all right, right then. Yeah. Yeah, right then. Yes, today is music, the topic. Growing up music, though, specifically. Like, so childhood, what did we grow up with? What did we, what did we love as kids? So not necessarily songs about just growing up, but just songs we I listened mean, to growing up. I mean, if they were called growing up while we were growing up, then yes. That's true. All right. That's fair. <gasps> I can think of a couple songs. I have actually. another song right uh, now. There we go. I think we'll mm-hmm. Anywho. Music. I just wrote it down in my book. I'm glad you did. Kyle, hi. You like music. I do. I hope so, because then I don't know why you're here. Uh, just hanging out, really. <laughs> uh, he got lost. We took him in. <laughs> what would you like to start off with in your childhood? See, I'm a little bit different, because I didn't have a genre of music. You didn't I, have I, a childhood? I, 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 a childhood. <laughs> I legit thought he was about to say, I didn't have a childhood. So. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle did not have a childhood. Oh, is Kyle from Kyle XY? I he was, was just saying, he was created here? like a test tube. You know. Show me your belly button. I don't believe you have one, though. I was about to, but... There's no camera, so I'm not going to at the moment. Uh, wait. Well, we'll get there eventually. Hey, we're gonna... hey, oh, Corey, put phone. that down. Show me that button, boy. Put that down. And then it. you can follow us on Facebook. <laughs> 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 we'll tag you, Kyle. We'll tag Kyle. Sweet. So, yeah. I didn't have a set genre. I kind of listened to everything. That's fine. Um, but, like, it's crazy because I only followed, like, one person from start to now mm-hmm. and i'll dive into that later but like I, my youngest childhood memory of music i would always go into brooklyn to visit family and my mom always had the radio on and i always listened to notorious big or the fujis okay which is a very interesting take because i the fujis i know maybe like three songs in total because i didn't really listen to the fujis growing up but i associate my childhood with going into brooklyn to see my family and always listening to biggie and the fujis and i hear that in the radio as i go on the verizon bridge every single time but then I hear other things like pop, like Backstreet Boys and Sync, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Because let's be real, of course, she did it again and multiple times over. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah, Kyle. Question for you, real quick, about sure. the Fugees and the Notorious B.I.G. What's up? Any songs stick out to you for the Fugees? Uh, Ready or not, or always. 
why can't I remember that song now? Um, Killing Me Softly? Yay, there yeah. we go. Killing Me Softly. That's my shit. I was going to yeah. try to get him to hum a few bars for us. I was I mean, thinking about it. Maybe. Oh, well. And Biggie <laughs> is always going to be Hypnotize, <laughs> uh, Big Papa, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Like, you know, the, the radio hits. Juicy. You know? Juicy, of course. You yeah. know, all the radio hits when, you know, in the early, mid-90s. You know, that's what I associate Brooklyn with, going with my mother and always blasting that. And, it's, you know, it's not like she was blasting. It was always on the radio. That's what it was back then. Well, that's why he had uh, that intro when he did that song with Tupac. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? And what a great freestyle that was. I love that freestyle, bro. You ever watched the video? No, I haven't seen the video. YouTube. I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, on. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? I got seven Mac 11s, about 838s and 99s, Tech Mac 10s. This shit never, never ends. ends. I forgot how it, that. Uh, There's a bunch of words in there that we shouldn't say for our skin complexion. So like I'm not fucking gonna shit, titties. Sure, let's go with those. Yeah, no, yeah. that's yeah, th- those yeah, are the yeah, words. The yeah, ones, no. right? Yeah. Gonna yeah. be a little bit respectful. Yeah. This those time. are the ones. That's exactly what we. We don't have about. shits or titties. No, nope. well, we do kind of have titties. Well, what kinds of titties? You can't touch my riches, even if you have. I always think of your hammer and three fifty-seven bitches. Yeah. And then the, every other part, because I haven't listened to it in so long, I've lost my memory of some of the words. So I'm not going to pretend that I know all the words because I don't anymore. It's disjointed now? Yeah. So we'll play it afterwards. You know, no biggie. Ha! Ah. Ah. Oh, oh, I did Big Pun? Ah, hey. All right. Didn't really grow up listening to Big Pun. Not going to lie. Yeah, I kind of found him after also. Yeah, yeah he was a little bit. I would say maybe like junior yeah. high, high school. Yeah, exactly. And even so, I didn't have a big following. Not that I didn't like him or anything, just because, like I said, a lot of stuff was when I was younger. That sometimes when I hear it later on, sometimes it hooks to me, and sometimes like I can acknowledge that it's great, but it's just not something that I'm gonna really like dive into. And so I just never got into Big Pun. But respect, he was great lyricist, absolutely. He has some yeah, monster hits. What about what about you guys? Good, Paul. Me? Yeah, little old me. Little yeah, old you. you. I mean, I I, I I went around. There was a different, you know different types of music and genres and whatnot and uh i mean especially as a kid what did we all get cd wise come on name that one come on i know you know it the disney soundtracks uh no but no. yes give us a clue wait no well i didn't have cds it, these I had cds cassettes. had every hit on it oh, at the oh year. now that's what i call now music. that's what i call music oh, not kids i bop. had like no i did not get any kids bop. i thought you were doing kid bop no I can't, yeah, I, I can't wait for WAP on Kids Bop. Oh my God! You, oh you, you my God! <laughs> that's what that's what that means. <laughs> Let's mean. not do that one. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't like Kids Bop. I was, I, I was legit all about. But no, now because you know it's, it saved you time and money. Instead of buying every single album of all those songs, you just bought now. Yeah, but the problem with that is it shows you all the hits and not all the classics ah. on the albums. Yes, but after buying them, I liked what I heard, and then I did my research and I wanted to buy more of their music. Hence, me buying their albums from past and whatnot it worked I for instance bon jovi Ooh, it's my life when that song came out i didn't know who that they were living on that a prayer was, not to be confused with aerosmith Corey. wait that's an aerosmith song no we <laughs> tricked you that's again. why i said it wait was i right the first time i yeah, tricked sure. you god damn it paul <laughs> i tricked you yes uh so yeah it's my life came out i'm like what band this is a great band because I'm, I'm a rock guy i love my rock and uh you know then i that introduced me to older bon jovi which maybe introduced me to more of the rock. I love Guns N' Roses, Skid Row, you know, uh, Motley Crue, so all that stuff. But also now, and pretty much the old days, TRL, 
you know. Oh my god, TRL. Oh, the TRL was even phenomenal. The, even the VH1 countdown. 30 seconds of music but, and then they turn off the video and then... Well, not even that. Then you had, in the middle, you had little ads from the people in the corner. Oh, I want to get a shout out to my girl. <laughs> Whatever. Interrupt the song. Anywho, boy bands. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so glad you brought this up. For album. me, I'm, till this day, I'm, just, I'm a huge Backstreet Boy. Okay. You're, a, you're an actual Literally. Backstreet Boy? You're a Backstreet yeah. Boy? No, he's a Backstreet Boy. I stopped that boy. I was like, I'm a Backstreet Boy. Uh, I love this thing, too. Pretty much just, I don't know why, boy bands in general, like their songs just, they pump you up. Are you a Backstreet Man now? Ooh. I didn't think about that. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe I am. Look at me now, Dad. I'm a Backstreet Man. No, uh, I know what you mean, though. No, so like all that music, uh, like and like Kyle said, Britney Spears, you like pop, like I just I ranged around. Anything was that I heard, I liked. Because back then, uh, you can just enjoy everything. Anything. Right. Nowadays, if, like, if, if you like this music, people hate on you. If you like that music, they hate no. on you. But back then, everyone loves, as you said, Backstreet Boys. Like, I've never met anyone who dislikes Backstreet Boys. I will crank that so loud in the car while driving, and I will feel like the coolest person in the world. Joe and I have done that before. With we, we've friends. done it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're saying that we're all... Backstreet men. men, sure. So like, wait, no, because then there's boys to men. So what are they now? That boys to men is good they're as well. Men back to, to boys. To they're, old. they're men to boys. <laughs> no, they're boys. men to old. Boys to older. Men. Boys to old. Back, back to boys. They they they're Benjamin Button. So oh, boys okay. are oh, back okay. in town. Yes. Now that no, that's with uh, Motley Crue. That's Thin Lizzy. That is not Motley Crue. Who is that? <laughs> oh my god. That's Thin Lizzy. I don't know what that is. That's a band. Sounds like a person. It's not. It's like a band. Anorexic lesbian. It's a band. Did you just say what? Thin Lizzy. What did you say? Anorexic what? Anorexic left? Oh, wow. Are you okay? I was trying to hear what you said. Uh, my Subway Thursday really got I to me. I had Subways too. What did you get? I had the steak and cheese. That's what I got. Oh my shit. God. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Whoa. Did you put, what did you put on it? You guys want to do karate in the bathroom? Oh, we, yeah. We could do karate. Yeah, we got this. Right. I did. All right, mozzarella cheese, always. Ooh, I did cheddar. I can't fuck with cheddar. I just want to try. Usually I do a uh, pepper jack. Mm-hmm. Only mozzarella for me. But then mm. I got guacamole on it. Ooh, I didn't do that. A little bit of lettuce, tomato. Mm. Onions, pickles, black olives, a lot of ranch chipotle. Nope, a little bit more. <laughs> nope, that's good. Thank you. Nah, that's it. Just a sandwich. Interesting. Can I have points? What kind of music is I Subway, no Corey? Ooh. Subway, eat fresh. The $5 foot long? Not anymore. Let's get the app. They brought it back a couple yeah, for of... the app. Yeah, I know. Who I has know. time for that? You know who doesn't have time for that? The Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, quick Backstreet Boys story real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. When, I was, do. when I was in elementary school... I remember, so this is when I had the Walkman still. So I remember I got a cassette of the Backstreet Boys album for a gift. A cassette? Yeah, a cassette. <laughs> in the 90s. I didn't even know they had cassettes in the, that. In the late, 90s? In the late 90s, at least. Yeah. CDs were. How old do you think I was in 95? 38. Yeah. Actually, I was exactly 38 in 95. Wow, there we go. Fuck yeah. So I got this gift. And, you know, being however old I was, maybe like six or seven, I was like, I'm I'm too cool for Backstreet Boys. Like I'm a man. I don't want to listen to this this lame crap. Meanwhile, I'm sitting on the staircase, like huddled in a ball with the headphones on, going, "Hey, Mr. DJ, keep mm-hmm. playing." It was just like amazing. It's very so, catchy. In fifth grade, you know how like like elementary schools have those like little carnivals. Yeah. So I was in fifth grade, which meant that I got to go out last for the carnival. So I had to sit in science class and just listen to everybody else having fun mm. while I'm sitting in fucking stupid ass science class. And then all of a sudden. A faint note came into the window, <gasps> and it was Backstreet Boys. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, my one friend just started, like, whispering the words to it. And then I caught it, so then I started whispering the words. And at some point, the entire class erupted in song. 
And then the teacher let us go to the carnival. It was that, fantastic. That's kind of like a high school musical kind yeah. of yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was probably the only high school experience of music. What? Even high, school, was, um, high school musical experience I've ever had in my whole life. Except for fifth grade, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's like, pretty like, dope, like what though. Kyle's saying, all yeah. genres, like, you know, rap, rock, pop. Like, we just, as kids, I don't think we really, did. we didn't judge, right? No. Yeah, no. I, I also don't think we knew the difference. Well, speaking for, of well, Joe, you, difference of what? Yeah, like, I want to know. Like, difference of rock and rap? Oh, well, when you're like two, oh, three, when you're like two, three years old, like you don't know, you just hear music. Well, oh, okay. yeah. Well, that's you know what? That's true. I like that. It's the melody. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have any. You know, they don't care. Yeah, they just listen and see and. If they like it, they, they like it. They, they don't. Love. They don't. Yeah, that's true. But most of the time for us, we liked everything. But Joe, yeah, I want to know what you listen to. So I have. Two songs. That's it. The whole <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's just <laughs> I, have, I have two songs, man. Which happened? It's funny. A B C. So and I, there's two songs that I was I was you know told that I used to sing all the time as like little little kid from like my parents and like you know everybody else in my family, and it's ironic because both of these artists I don't really listen to normally. Okay. The first one was Moni Moni by Billy Idol. <gasps> I love that song. Right. That pumps you up. Catchy as shit. Yep. My, my mother used to tell me stories like I used to be in the car seat in the back, like two years old. Just, money, money. I loved it. This is why we're friends. Loved it. And I remember, I remember doing that. It's like one of my earliest memories. And then the other song, for whatever reason I was into, was Come to My Window by Melissa Etheridge. Well, that's a complete Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But for whatever reason, I really like that song. That's it? Yeah. Two songs. That's, that's it. I mean, because then after... But I love that because it's a complete different genres yeah and, exactly but that's what it is you're how old they're you both were? rock related you were like what no i'm like 50 no i meant like back then oh like 40 <laughs> okay <laughs> no, Sweet. no but it just hit you two to five right. somewhere so in that range any notes any like you've seen all of those videos online mm-hmm. memes and vines and all that like the kids in the back seat and they're just do like the most violent rap song whatever and they'll sing every word of it right those little kids because they love it they love kids love music they do it just it makes them move it rouse them they up. do that's like the number one way to like when kids are really little to start getting them like into yeah like being a human i guess for and lack of a better term that. like you you remember to this day i still remember and then after that i guess when i was like six seven eight like around that range like i was kind of in the same boat as you guys like whatever was popular quote-unquote pop music on the radio that's what you listen to just that the other thing everybody loved smash mouth all-star <laughs> oh, oh yeah oh well, go, go I don't want to cut yeah. you off. No, I'm, oh. I, go ahead. Well, speaking of Smash Mouth All-Star. Got to mention Smash Mouth. One of the things I wrote down in my book here was, so growing up, I remember when I was like in elementary school, I mostly listened to soundtracks to movies. Okay. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right. So the three of them were Spider-Man. Okay. Ooh. Hero. Such a great song. Yeah, absolutely. That and then Shrek was one of the other ones that I would listen to. So they, there so, it is. Absolutely. Yep. I, honestly, I only remember the Smash Mouth songs. Holy Luya and one more song on there. I can't remember what the other song was. I wrote it down, but Ant's writing on my book right now, so I can't get to my notes. Can I get to my notes? God damn it. I mean, originally, Smash Mouth for me. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, I appreciate it. Because that song was made for... Uh, Shrek, wasn't it? Mystery Men. Oh, oh no, yes. You're right. Shrek. Bad yeah. Reputation. So, and that then Shrek used it after. 99, because Shrek... Yep. The first Shrek movie was, was what, 2000, I think, 2001? I believe so. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. I think 2001. Yeah, because Mystery Men, I remember, but it got was 99. Big with Shrek, because Shrek was a kid's movie. Right. You know? Yeah, it, which, it wasn't big with it, Mystery Men. It made Man. more money. Yeah, Mystery Men, great movie. But it wasn't a hit that... It wasn't a kid movie. You know, and it wasn't a hit that everybody thought, you know, comic book movie. The only reason I knew what Mystery Men was is because Kel Mitchell was in it. Yep. And I knew him from all that. He was the, the Invisible Boy. Right. But I never saw the movie. Back then. I was, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw it, it you know, years later. It's pretty good. I like it. But yeah, no, that's that song. I mean, obviously. And to this day, it's still get referenced. 
yeah, memes and whatnot. And, I feel like it's, it's like a one of the best staple songs ever. for like our entire generation. That's our song? That's, I wouldn't say that's our song, but it's All-Star? one of them. It's one of them. It's right. one of them. Well, so one of, one of my friends, we were at another friend's house one night and we were in the pool. And he was like, yo, I got to play this. I got to play this track for you. Well, it's not a track. It's a video or whatever, but it's called Mouth Moods. And it's literally just All-Star remixed like 20 different times. So there's like 20 different versions of All-Star. Like and it's musical genres? Yeah. Oh and my it's God. just like, it's, it's sped like up, genius. it's slowed down. It's like techno, it is, it is quite a delight to listen to. It's called Mouth Moods and it's just all And it's all just star. all star. I was like, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I was captivated. So when, when, when did your friend show you this? A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Yeah. So, so it's like, still going strong. And I guess you could say that in and of itself is a, is a meme. Yes. Hmm. Ooh. A musical meme. Uh, meme, meme, meme. Sure. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> oh, ice cream. Oh, I have one more. Go sure. for it. Soundtrack that I grew up with. The Osmosis Jones soundtrack. Scoozy? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. With Uncle fucking Scoozy. I'm actually not familiar. I love the movie, but I'm not familiar with the soundtrack. Refresh our memories. Ooh. Well, so there's Cool Daddy Cool on the soundtrack. Okay. And my favorite song, which is really hard to find, by the way, it was only 30 seconds, even on the soundtrack itself, but it was from Nappy Roots, mm. and it was such a great song, and I can't find it to pirate it, because it's not anywhere to purchase, so I can't even find it on fucking YouTube to listen to, hmm. unless if I repurchase the soundtrack, but then oh, it, it's a 30 second Wait, song. You, you can't find it just like on no, YouTube just to listen to it? it's so to. fucking difficult. What if you try to YouTube like the full soundtrack? I've... I've never tried the full soundtrack. Try that, and then you could le- you could at least listen to it. Here we go again by Nappy Roots. Here we go again by Nappy Roots. Do you remember how it goes? If I heard it, I would absolutely know. Okay. Here we go again. Because I know. Down, back I, I see. Both, here we go again. Down, Demi Lovato. Here we go D- again. I don't think that's it. No. Well, you typed in Nappy Roots. Here we go again, and Demi Lovato popped up. I typed in Here We Go Again soundtrack, and then Demi Lovato. Oh. So. That's fucking bananas. The two soundtracks I grew up. I don't know if anyone else did the Digimon soundtrack. Ooh. Ooh. For the first okay. movie. Yeah. The Digimon. Oh my God. Digital they had, monsters. Um, um, all my best friends are metalheads. Um, they had um, the impression that I get. And a whole bunch of like that hip early 2000s like rock era for like the animated movies. Like it just had so much badassness. I'll say Pokemon the first movie had a good yeah, soundtrack Pokemon too. Yeah, Pokemon too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But the Digimon soundtrack like no one because I'm actually more of a Digimon fan than I was Pokemon. And it's, I know it's a very Digimon, un- no Digimon. I'm surprised. I usually get a lot of hate for that. No, Digimon were much cooler looking. They were bigger. They were more terrifying. Yeah, they but Pokemon destroy Pokemon. A hundred percent, absolutely. The Pokemon, death. The, the advertisement, yep. the sales, Pokemon just was superior. And like I can't deny that. But I prefer the story over. But the Story's first movie had an epic, uh, epic uh, soundtrack. soundtrack, as well as the Jimmy Neutron movie. Mm. Oh, yes, Neutron the Jimmy movie Neutron movie had an epic soundtrack. Epic soundtrack. Especially that first movie, and it, it spawned a TV show out of it. That's how epic that show wasn't. That movie was in general. Wait, what? The movie was first? Yeah, the movie yeah, was, first. was first. Yeah, Fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. That you? soundtrack definitely I helped. went in reverse, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they had like um, a techno version of, um, was it? Um, Kids in America. Kids in America. Yes. Thank oh you. My Thank God. you, Joe. Yep. Yeah. And that, that's what sticks to me when I think of that. If I, anytime I hear that song, that's it's, Jimmy, it's Jimmy Neutron to me. Yep. Same. That's when, like, that's when like Carl's peeing in the shower and shit. And he's like, oh, I'm peeing yeah. in the shower. I'm yeah. still doing it. Go, yeah. go, go. I that, remember that. That's Absolutely. like the most standout sequence from that movie was the <laughs> Kids in America. No, no, that song. Yeah, when, they're, when they're, they got all the amusement park rides yeah, and they're shooting off into space. Yeah. yeah, with that song playing in the background. Those soundtracks to me like were was me growing up. Digimon and Jimmy Neutron. Those were mine. 
I'm trying to think of a soundtrack that I I mean Yeah, me too. One soundtrack just right away, uh A Night at the Roxbury. Oh <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. What is love? You mean what that one baby? song? No, honestly. The whole, no, the whole, no, the whole soundtrack. The whole album was just I don't know the soundtrack. Yeah, I just saw that one I mean, song. You had what Labouche, you, had, you know uh, the songs yeah, if you just song if you heard just, them. It just makes you want to dance. I want to dance right now. But no, I I, I mean you can I get jiggy with it. Yes, Will Smith. Will Smith. Actually, you know what? No, Will Smith in the '90s. I mean, oh my god, yeah, we all grew up with that. Will Smith. Oh, no, I didn't mean to change Man it from the Roxbury, but I just wanted to. I was you said saying, dancing. No, soundtrack is Men in Black. Great soundtrack. Great, as well. awesome song. Absolutely. Even Wild Wild West is a catchy song. Come on, that's a fantastic it song. It it's is. so it's good a guilty pleasure movie as well. Or all the Wild, stuff Wild that he West. did with DJ Jesse Jeff. Jeff Desperado. And he gets so much hate because he's like one of like the softer in hip hop, but like he had a lot of catchy like a lot club of catchy hits, hits for real. Absolutely, summertime, yeah. Miami, summertime, good, 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 great. good vibes. Oh yeah. my god, I love Miami. Every time I li- it's the summertime. Welcome to Miami. Always play that song. Mm-hmm. I had that on VHS tape. VHS tape. VHS tape. You might <laughs> on cassette tape. I had that on cassette tape. It is nineties. Yep. And I had the VHS tape of MIB. Men, I was gonna say Men in Black. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mib. Not necessarily. Not necessarily Wild Wild West, but the song. Joe, what about you? Do you have any defining soundtracks? Sound I'm trying to think. Second top, Night movie. of the Roxberries. Night of the Roxberries. Not really. Night of the Roxberries. No. <laughs> Barry. I That's was, a sequel. I was more into like you know regular music at that point. Yeah. Because well, they're compiled of regular music. You, you, they are. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. Because I want to say like when I got to a certain age, like I say eight, nine, ten years old, and like I really started understanding the difference between genres. That's when I really started branching off, and my, um. My my likes in music went in two different directions at the same time. It was rock and it was rap. Mm-hmm. I discovered Eminem, I don't know, probably around the same time Kyle did. Hey, looking at you, Kyle. Well, funny enough, I was going to say there's one other soundtrack. A little bit more mature, uh, but one soundtrack. I know the answer. Eight Mile. Yep. yep. In my notes, boy. Eight, eight Mile. I have a whole page I, for I Eminem. I actually listened to that song today, like I'm driving to work. It, lose Yourself? Song, eight Mile or Lose Yourself? Oh, Lose Yourself. Well, yeah, Lose Yourself. Right. But, eight sorry, Mile sorry, Road. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Eight Mile Road. Yeah, that's another defining soundtrack. You know, that was for like, I mean, we were we had to be what? I think 11 or 12 at that point. That 2002. 2002. So yeah. we were 11? Yeah. 11. Yeah. But Ish. it was growing up. I remember I had that that bootleg. I had it ripped somehow. And yep. I just remember listening to Lose Yourself. I remember 8 Mile Road, 50 Cent Places to Go, Adrenaline Rush, Obi Trice. That was like a that was like my first soundtrack of not being a kid any like a Jimmy Neutron type kid anymore. Right. That well, was, you started getting older. Because when you listen to Adrenaline Rush on that album and it's the hook, you're just like, ah, that's a lot of motherfuckers in that one <laughs> hook right there. Yep. It's like punk pussy bitch or G motherfucker, and it's just like I remember I listened to the censored version. I was at my mom's job, and I was sitting in the room, and that song came on, but it was censored. So it was like, you know, mother, beep, and, you know, just dance. She's like, what are you listening to? And I was like, I don't know. I bought this at Coconuts, man. Well, you, uh, coconuts. Yeah, <laughs> coconuts. That's where I got it well, from. Speaking of Obi Trison being censored, on a similar um, time, the Eminem show. The censored version of Drips, I mean, I'm featuring yep. Obi Trice, mm-hmm. it was just quietness for nine seconds and then to the next song because that song yep. was yep. way too filthy so for an edited uh, Didn't even album. have it. Yep. Looking like sour cream dip. <laughs> like That's also like the Marshall Mathis LP. Before that, they replaced the entire song Kim with a different song. Was it was the kids? The kids. It was kids, right? Kids. It was kids. Which is still about drugs. Well, not doing drugs. But yeah, but it was a comedy song. Yeah. It was hilarious. I remember I'm the one who showed my two brothers the song Kim. And it starts off all sweet. If, if anyone's familiar or not familiar with the song, it starts off very sweet. Eminem baby talking to his daughter. And then he just screams at his, I guess at the time was still wife. Yeah, for like right? five and a half minutes. Screams at her, you know, which leads what to him scream? killing her. 
uh, shut up, bitch, and move again. I beat the, the shit, shit out, out of you. you. Yep. But my my two brothers did Don't not make see me that wake coming. This baby. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, thank you. That song is the reason why my stepsister wouldn't let me um, borrow the CD, borrow right? The CD, so yep. I stole it from her because mm-hmm. uh, my parent, I my you know, my dad lived uh, was remarried, and I lived with my mom, so I would go visit every two weeks. So I stole my stepsister's Marshall Mellis LP. I went home. I burned a copy. Brought it back two weeks later. She never knew. There we go. She knows now. Oh, maybe one day when she's older, but <laughs> not right so now. You're grounded. grounded. Yeah. Oh man. It's okay. You're a Backstreet Man now. Actually, speaking of grounded, this is, <laughs> and it still falls into this topic. So move on to another album, Encore. Mm. Right. We were still in junior high. 2004. We were twelve or thirteen, however old we were. Somewhere like that. I was grounded at the time. Um, I was grounded for a few weeks. I don't remember the reason why. And I remember it was at my aunt and uncle's house. We were leaving one night. It was in Jersey. My mom goes, you know, your uncle gave me a bootleg copy of Eminem's Encore CD, his new one that just came out. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, but you can't listen to it because you're grounded. Oh, <laughs> shit. Savage. So I, I've, been, up, Kyle. I've been like this since I was a kid. Like, there's no exaggeration. Grounded? Like, my, my mother ripped out one Eminem CD, says I'm too young for that. Didn't stop me. My stepsister said I couldn't listen to it too young. Didn't stop me. I got grounded. And my threat was, Haha, I have the new CD and you can't listen. My entire life. It's a good threat. Yeah, right? Well, have you ever been able to listen since, or are you still grounded? No, I'm still grounded. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lie. You well, don't know that. Kyle's yep. favorite musician of all time is Eminem. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's funny, because as Joe was saying before, that was my first step ever into hip-hop was Same. Eminem, and it was uh, Real Sim Shady. I, yep. was going to, mm. I was going to Little League, and while we were driving to Little League, that song would be on, and I was like... Oh my, what is this song? It's so damn catchy. Like, I don't know the references to most of the things he's saying because I'm in elementary school. Right. But, and then the following, what was it, following year after, Without Me came out. And I was just like, oh shit, this is getting real. But you know, like, the defining hip hop Eminem moment for me was? Let me hear it. Cleaning out my closet. When that hit the radio for the first time, I had just graduated elementary school. And I, uh, my parents got me this stereo system for my mm-hmm. uh, graduation. Gra- wow. Graduation. There's no W in quad. Yep. What, what is that? There is now. There is now. Stay yeah. in school, kids. Happy graduation. <laughs> Learn how to say graduation. <laughs> Thanks, pal. But uh, so I remember we had just moved. So I only had was the stereo system set up and a bed in my room. So I would just sit in there and listen to the Z100 Top 10 for the entire hour to catch that song and record it, it on record the yeah. nice record. Yeah. Oh, I did I that like, too. Oh. Absolutely. And then the radio didn't censor shit or bitch. One of those two words in the song. I was like, oh, it's a, so oh, so this is awesome. It's like kids these days, they don't know how lucky they are to like get a song they like right away. I know. Yeah, fucking they got the bastards. internet, man. They can get whatever they want. Weeks to listen to it you had to put the stupid cassette tape in the stereo when yep. you had to sit there while the radio's playing, hovering your finger over the record button. Yep. And if you missed the beginning, you were screwed and you had to wait for them to play it again like six hours later. Even then when we got a little bit better than that, we still had to deal with all the fake rips on LimeWire. Oh, yeah. Kids now just go on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music. We had to like find it on LimeWire, oh, make yeah. sure it was a good quality, it was not edited or that the title wasn't incorrect. And then we had to burn CDs. Come on, tell me you you guys did not burn CDs. I used to burn kids? so many CDs. Oh, oh my God. God. You so so many CDs. I hope you didn't get a virus. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's why that I was not. That's why I was allowed to use LimeWire because of that. Yeah, but it was you know it was a risk willing to take. Yeah, that it was. That it was. burning CDs just brings me back to like my earliest memories of Eminem. What did you burn? Just so my first um, sight of Eminem was the "My Name Is Music" video. Yeah, I yep. remember. I don't know. So like it was '99. So like I was eight years old, 
And at that time, you know, music started becoming a big thing. And like, oh, look, MTV, there's a whole channel of music. Go figure, because they don't have any music at all anymore. Nope. Nope. Anyway, that's a different topic. I want my MTV. Right. And I remember, like, the video was just so colorful and in your face. And I was like, what the hell is this? Definitely stood out. It definitely stood out. It stood out in my mind. And at that point, like, that's when I kind of, like, again, like, I started realizing the differences between genres of music. So I knew it was rap. But, like, up until that point, I never really listened to rap. I don't know if it's because it was a combination of I didn't really know anything or I wasn't, quote, unquote, allowed to because, you know, my parents didn't want me listening to cursing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Totally understand. To you know, I don't blame them at all for that. But that was, like, my first, like, okay, Eminem. And then just listening to everything from that album forward. And back then, you know, same thing. Like, you know, burning the CDs. And, like, I used to burn a lot of Eminem. And then when I got a little older, like, I started discovering, like, wow, Eminem, Eminem has actually been out a lot longer than this yeah, than yeah. I thought. Yeah, and I, kinda, then, I backtracked his albums a little bit. Like, obviously, The Real Slim Shady, you know, was this, um, his second album. And then, um, you know, Eminem show. But then I backtracked to Slim Shady LP and then the rest of Marshmallow's LP. And then, like, I just, like, dived in. But, Corey, you mentioned Cleaning Out My Closet before. Correct. Great song. I don't associate that song. It's weird because I'm going to dive off of music for a hot second. I don't associate that song with, um, you know, his, his relationship with his mother. I associate that song with Tony Hawk because in the old Tony Hawk games, you can play whatever song that the game had or you can play whatever song was put on, like, your Xbox. And I downloaded the entire Eminem show onto my Xbox and I would play Tony Hawk skateboarding around listening to like cleaning up my closet Haley's song and i it, that makes me think of my childhood video games and music okay just goes back to you said oh do you have a soundtrack that you remember from from, from your childhood the first two tony hawks there we All go right. soundtracks there we go. pro yeah, skaters definitely because yep. that was when i started diving into rock music this is when i started going on a split and you know just classic classic, yeah, classic you know, rock punk and goldfinger and like classic rock heavy metal punk it's like the first, yeah, the, uh, Goldfinger always stuck out to me, Superman. That, that was the one song that stuck out to me from yeah. the first video game. And then the second video game, I had a few, like Rage Against the Machine's Girl Radio was in the intro. And I was like, what the hell is this? Because it sounded like rap and rock at the same time. Like, I couldn't comprehend that at, at that age. I didn't know what was happening. Speaking of rap and rock together, Linkin Park. Oh, oh yeah, you mean uh, Jay-Z and Linkin Park? No, no. Oh. Mike Shinoda. Oh, I thought you meant, well, I, no. I, I should have although, although the Jay-Z Linkin Park, I, I did grow up on that too. But all right. Yes, I, of course, Mike Shinoda. Yeah. You know, in, in the car, you know, back in, in the early 2000s, the cars, you know, the radios didn't tell you what, like, you know, they used to display what the, you know, what station it was. But they the didn't artist, tell you. But they didn't tell you the song. So I, for the longest time, had heard this one song, loved it, no idea what it was. To find out a few months later, that's Linkin Park in the end. In the and end. that started my dive into early Linkin Park, you know, from the early 2000s. And that, to me, was my childhood. Like, that was probably my first real rock band. Like, you know, like I heard, like I, said, I heard bits and pieces of everything over time, you know, but Linkin Park was probably my first, or at least one of my first rock bands of all time. Them and, I would say, Blink-182. I thought you were going to say Limp Bizkit for a second. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I enjoyed Limp Bizkit. No, listen, they, they so were okay. Right. They were catchy. I just never, again, something's... I was trying to think of that time frame. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I'm glad you brought them up, honestly, because Linkin Park and Blink, both of those bands, for me, to this day, are my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Uh, Linkin Park, I, I can remember, like I think it was my fifth grade dance, and, uh, you know, the kids just brought their own CDs, and... Uh, I didn't have Linkin Park yet. I don't, I don't think. I think I might have. I saw their music video. Uh, was it one step closer? Yeah, because that was that was their quote unquote. That was their the first song, right? Yeah, I think. Like, I, I, I don't know what I was watching. They're, they're on the ceiling. They're screaming. They're right. dyed hair. And I'm like, what the hell, hell is, is this? this? They they were hard. 
And then uh, one of my friends bought their CD to the fifth grade dance, and we played the whole album. And it was just great. I was like, wow, this is really good. And we, we played it over and over and over again. So I, you know, I later, Coconuts or FYE, one of those Oh, yeah, stores, FYE, how about that, yeah. They're all the same. Uh, Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Goody, I got Lincoln Park, and then Crawling, to me, stood out. Oh, yeah. Love oh. Crawling. The, um, I was just going to say real know, quick, the Hybrid Theory album, their first it's just, album. It's fantastic. Which, shout out, it's their 20th anniversary is, this year. Yes, it is. But that's one of my favorite albums ever, yep. period. Agreed. Out of anybody. Just it for just, our time? Just for what it did to our, with our lives? I think, I think I put that in, in, in there more so because like it was, you know, coming of age of growing course. up. No, but it like, really is. As a, the words, the lyrics. Like everything on its own. Chester's voice. Just, even without my personal experiences, it's yeah. just that. It just stands out. God. I yep. don't know if, if Joe told you uh, a few weeks ago, my friend, my friend started doing it. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it too. And we dived into all of Lincoln Park, hmm. even after, even the era where everybody started to like dislike them. And I, and I know this is like about more like growing up, but like I, this made me realize like how terrible it was because we've, everyone at one point becomes at an age where you start critiquing music, you know, like where this is good or this is bad or why don't you sound like this or why don't you sound like that? And I listened to Lincoln Park after their two albums, you know, they started, then they went to Minutes to Midnight where their sound drastically changed and then they progressed even more where their sound really kept changing. A Thousand Sons or... yeah. yeah. And I'm listening to all their their albums, and for the majority of it, even though it's different, it's still good. I, I legit, you know. And I'm and I, I feel bad that when they mm-hmm. changed their sound, that I was part of that crowd that just wanted hybrid theory, hybrid theory, hybrid theory, because that also led the fans wanting hybrid theory so much and just you know critiquing all over their music is what it added to Chester's depression. And he even in an interview freaked out because fans kept asking for hybrid theory, and I felt terrible because. I wish I wasn't as strict with music back then as, you know, like I wasn't so like tight nip about what's good and what's not and just enjoy music for what it was and stop critiquing them based on like previous stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes me feel bad because Chester died and I was supposed to see him a week later. And it was going to be my we, very same. first time seeing him. We were all going to that show. I'm pretty sure we were all going. Were you going to Corey to the I show? I was never a Linkin Park person. Okay. I, I only know the two most popular songs they have, but... I didn't even discover those in until much later. See, it's funny. Numb. Maybe no. It's, it's so maybe funny. It's just, oh, yes. Maybe those two, yeah. Because I feel like you, your style, I feel like you'd absolutely love right? that. Especially yeah. the early stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like you're big into like storytelling. And most of the songs are storytelling. Yeah. Tell. When did they come out? Like, 2000. Two, oh, 2000 was Hybrid Theory, Hybrid right? Theory. Well, well, technically, they were in the like, late that, 90s. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. I mean, they, 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 they first formed in like the mid-90s under the was. name Zero. Up, like, they, everyone talks about Hybrid Theory, right. you know, their first That was their, their first, first official release. In 2000? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It just exploded into, you know, that and, album just everywhere. And for like being kids, for like that album releasing at that time, there there was no need for those sad songs to really hit you, and yet they did. Even if mm-hmm. you even if you had nothing going on in your life, like yeah. it just you just connected. You with felt them. like you crawling. Felt it. Yeah, the songs crawling is a very you know deep emotional song. And yeah, for a fifth grade like or a grade like me, like I shouldn't have to you know feel like really no, but, but you do. Yeah. It, I felt it. Well, and that's kind of how I feel about cleaning out my closet. Not because the message I can resonate with, but. You can feel his anger and his pain in that song. And I think that was one of the first times I ever listened to a, a song in general where I felt something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this is more than just words. Like, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is art. This is an emotion captured art, in no, audio. Yeah. So I think that's probably the same way you guys feel about listening to Linkin Park so early on. Yeah. It's funny that um, we're talking about music that we grew up, you know, childhood and like that kind of shaped us. And the first two main musical acts that we've said so far is a 
collaboration people have always wanted never happened. Mm. Yeah. I've always, since I was a kid and I first I realized this is Eminem, this is what his music is, this is Linkin Park, this is what their music is. As a kid, like, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, I was like, oh, I wonder what would happen if they made a song together. And, you know, over time, over the years go by and the internet comes out and, you know, you go on like YouTube and you read comments of like, you know, and everybody else, I wasn't the only one who thought this. A lot of people apparently thought this and it never happened. I don't know if you guys ever, because I know for the most part, like, I never, you know, I never thought that, but I, I can kind of see it. Absolutely. I think it's also hard. Like, I never really thought about that because then we got that with Jay-Z. I was right. Just, yeah. So know, even though they didn't make new songs, but they blended their songs. I'm not that was lie. huge with that. Absolutely. Two genres combining. I like the project, but part of me was always like, oh, I wish it was Eminem. Nah, understandable. I never thought about it. And coming from, you know, one of the world's biggest Eminem fans, I never thought about it. Really? That. Yeah. Okay. But like, I can see it. You know, absolutely. Definitely I can see it. Absolutely. Like, I mean, even like... Um, and a different band, but Travis Barker, you know, mm. remixed some of Eminem's later music. Right. But it, it works, like, his music works well with, with the rock genre. And then even in more recent albums, Eminem's been diving more into some rock beats. Like, like yeah, some, for, you know, really um, right around Marshmallow's LP, too. Yeah. That kind of started, right the kick. You know, diving, yep. diving into, like, blending, like, the rock beat with, with the hip-hop, you know, tempos and all that stuff. Which brings it back to... He technically still can collaborate with them if, if they want. If they wanted to, still can. He can, but I don't know. Have they? So has Linkin Park said anything? I know since? Mike does a lot of his own stuff. The last, Mike's always working on yeah, projects. He's always got a thing, but I mean, they still have the you know they still have their following. But I haven't seen anything. I don't know. I I hope they continue. The last you know, thing like, I heard is that he Mike went on record saying that they're going to try. They want to still do music together, but they're not going to go out of their way to like find a new singer right like yeah, he no. said he said it's just going to be them that's, as they are right now if it so happens that they come across somebody one day and it feels right and it's a good fit then sure but they're not going to be like we're going to hold auditions for a replacement they're not doing it I, I agree i would love for them to make new music because like now being in the mindset of like not critiquing or comparing them to their past stuff i would love to give them another try you know and and, and not be so harsh on you know, like later in life, like their their third, fourth, fifth, and sixth albums. Like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like their final album before Chester passed, I, I'll I'll say that album I still wasn't a fan of. Like after re listening to, I'll I'll be honest. I'm not gonna like shit all over it, but I just wasn't a fan. But there's stuff in between that. I was like, wow, I wish I I wasn't so stern on this, you know, and, and just enjoyed it more. So I would love for them to have another project, just because hey, that's my childhood band. I'd be like, you know what? Let me now that I'm a little bit more mature about music and more like lenient. Like I kind of want to just see them have fun and you know but i also don't want them to like move you know move on and get someone new like chester's right. irreplaceable they shouldn't change on purpose just because absolutely right no. you know so i would definitely be into seeing them whether mm. they mix with let's say eminem or just kind of do their own thing like i would love to hear them try it again because like i said i was supposed to see them for the very first time uh a week you know, a week later when chester passed and i remember saying to myself like even though i don't like their because at the time i knew i didn't like their last album but i was like that's still my childhood band. And I you have knew, to see them. And we knew they were going to play a few older songs. Absolutely. Like how, did, how did they not? So I would love for them to, like, if they decided to, to make new music, I would totally give them 110 of my percent, um, of my, percent my focus and attention, and just to see what they can do and, you know, give them a shot, you know. And then probably maybe not even compare it to their older stuff because it's just going to be entirely a different project from what it would sound like to me anyway as an outsider. You know, because I feel like if anybody trying to compare something now to their old stuff, it just it would never happen. So, no, but right. a lot of people do that with everybody. No, I mean like issue. right now after 
Chester. No, no, I know. So but I'm like, like that would be, you know, to, to expect them to recapture whatever they had back then. Now, it doesn't seem like it'd be a whole new sound, maybe. But but that's what happens to a lot of these artists who've been doing it for twenty plus years. Is people say you're not good as you used to be, or why can't you play that album again, or whatever? Like I'm not even talking about like you know, because obviously like the one of you know right now everyone talks about that like with Eminem, but like Blink One Eighty Two as well. Like again, another childhood band. You know, I mean, their first few albums like classics, Untouchable punk just like yep. a bunch of teenage teenage i don't even know if they're teenagers at the point but they're just acting like stupid kids and just yep. having fun their music is a little bit different now and i still enjoy it but people still want to hear that type of music when tom's in the band it's like stop comparing it to what it was back then like if you if you listen to something for what it is right then in the moment and don't compare it to everything else you realize how good it is like it's their own sound you know, so I just get nervous, like if Linkin Park was to like continue stuff, that people are gonna be like, "Well, you're better with Chester." It's like they're not trying to be better without Chester; they're just trying to have fun and enjoy their passion. But I, like I said, when we were kids, we didn't care about movies and music; we just loved everything in the moment. As you become adults, you you, you know, everyone becomes the biggest movie critic, and I'm like, "Bro, if it's fun, just enjoy the enjoy it." Yeah. You know, so that I I just get nervous about if Linkin Park was to try something again because you know how the internet is and you know how fanboys are and, you know, it's toxic out there. But, you know, it's their passion to make music and it probably would be a tribute to Chester. Yeah, I think they would definitely, especially, the, you know, the fans would support it 100%. I don't think anybody would even think twice of not supporting them at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, for me, I, you know, I was going to supposed to go to that show as well, but that was be my second show. I actually saw them in 2014 and it was honestly one of the best shows I've ever been to. Hmm. It was them and 30 Seconds to Mars. and I think my brother went to that. It was phenomenal. Like they, they put on not and every single member in the band, like everybody, not just Chester. Chester did his thing, but Mike, like everybody did their own art. Everybody, you know, what's the the DJ? Johan. Yeah, he is. What he uh, he did a solo, and it was just it blew mm. my mind because like he does stuff that you think it's like a piano, and it, no, it's all him, and hmm. it's just genius. No samples. Uh, yeah. So I I I would hope they do you know come back and go on tour and. I mean, it's been what three years? Uh, yeah. So uh, three years, I think. Uh, in the springtime, early summer, May, I, I believe think it was. May. Also, I think it was like May or June, July. I believe. Something around that, but because it was what there was the Blink and Park tours, them and, yes, and right, Blink yeah. were there too. And then Huge. people people wondered what was going to happen with the tour, and then Blink put out a statement like, "We could never ever continue this tour without them. Yeah. Like, we canceled, you know." And of mm-hmm. course, I, I, yeah, I totally respect, understand. Absolutely. But yeah, it's been three years. They haven't released a single song. It's, but I think they released. Didn't they, Joe? Didn't they put a, an unreleased track or something uh, that you sent me? So Lincoln Park. Um, that I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know about this. But apparently, hardcore Lincoln Park fans have known about this song for like a decade. It was an unreleased song that they recorded, and then apparently, I think I saw a quote from Mike that this was the first song that they recorded. When they were still zero x x e r o when Chester first joined the band, it's a song called "She Couldn't," and it's it's funny because and and Mike Mike was quoted of, of talking about this too. This song that they did got scrapped from Hybrid Theory because it was a little longer. So like most Lincoln Park songs, like they're known for being around like three three and a half minutes, maybe yeah. four. Yeah. This one, this was a five minute song for them, which, which for them is long. I know compared to some other bands, like that's nothing. But for them, that's a longer song. It had like this really cool um, layered instrumental part, like right in the middle of the song, and um, it it it's like a combination of Hybrid Theory and like their later stuff. Like as soon as the song comes on and you hear it, you're like, oh my god, it's 1999 right now. It's 2000. Like this is Hybrid Theory. But then when the song actually starts playing, 
and like Chester does his vocals, like it kind of sounds like something that they might have done later, hmm. mixed with a hybrid theory like instrumental. And then like, um, I also heard that I don't know how true this is, but um, there, there's a rumor or something out there. Like Mike never went on record of saying this or anything. Um, there's a sample by Most Def. The song um, it's the High and Mighty featuring Most Def, uh, B Boy Document '99. Okay, and for those Tony Hawk fans, know that was in that was in on the soundtrack for the second game. So there's one line that Most Def says. That line is sampled throughout the song. I heard that at the time they couldn't really like get approval for it, so that might have been one of the reasons they scrapped it off Hybrid Theory, or it could have been a combination of that and the fact that they were just like, ah, we're trying to do this type of sound. I love this song, personally. I don't know if you guys have heard it. You should definitely oh, check I, it out. I will definitely check and it out. And I know that they're, they're doing like the 20th anniversary of the album like release, and I think there's supposed to be more unreleased stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I heard there's a lot. Of I it. heard there's, there's more songs, but as of now, that's the only one they released. And I came across that on complete accident. Like, I was on YouTube the other day, and I don't know, I, I was in a Linkin Park mood, so like I was listening to a whole bunch of Linkin Park, and then like on the sidebar... You know, there was there was the song, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I've never heard of this. And I clicked it, and like they had the story. It was from Lincoln Park's legitimate YouTube. So like, oh, so that's legit. So, oh, I was like, yeah. okay. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, they just posted this like two weeks ago. Like, what the hell is this? And it was a new song. And I'm going through the comments, and like there was a lot of people saying like, yeah, you know, hardcore Lincoln Park fans have known about this for a long time. Apparently, it was like, you know, a real gritty, you know, copy hit the internet like a decade ago. Never heard it. Now, obviously, it's polished because Linkin Park, you know, released it themselves. And I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, you guys, if you guys haven't heard it, you got to listen to it because, like, it literally is a combination of, like, 2000 Linkin Park and, like, I don't know, 2013, you would say, around that time. Yeah. It's, like, really weird because, like, the quote that Mike said was, you know, I'm not saying it verbatim, I'm just paraphrasing, but it was, like, it was as if they were already experimenting with their later sound back then without even knowing it. Right. Ah, that's pretty cool. You know, I've noticed that, like, I've kind of... Oh, go ahead. No, please go on. No, no, you uh, have more knowledge than I do. No, I had to thought of something else. Well, I'll get to that after. Oh, okay. Well, I was just say, like, I mean, for me personally, you know, I, I didn't... Linkin Park is not my thing. I don't know anything no, about them. I, I never grew up with them. But oddly enough, I knew of Shinoda since I was in high school <gasps> because he did songs with a rapper I know named Self-Titled. That I discovered oh, in high school. He did. Yes, he did. And the first song I ever heard uh, him on was SCOM, which is the acronym Sweet Child of Mine. They did a rap remix to it, and Shinoda was on the track. Huh. So Mike Shinoda's on that album a couple of different times. And that's what... So I didn't know he was part of Linkin Park at that time. I thought he was just a rapper on the album. And they kept bringing up Shinoda and all this stuff. And then it was later that I found out that he was in Linkin Park. And I was like, holy shit, like this dude's been... Blue he's on mind. this... Yeah, it really did, because he's on the... This album with this underground rapper who is fucking awesome, by the way, but I never realized he came from something as big as Linkin Park. And he's very good at rapping, Mike Shinoda. He really he's got is. A, yeah. his, own, his own interesting style on it. Very underrated. Yeah. I mean, he also did um, his, his Fort Minor project. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot yes. about Fort Minor. Yep. Fort yep. Minor. I yeah. do remember. Yep. Uh, I don't recall. I could be wrong. I don't know. If, I don't think it, they lasted too long. No, like, they, I they, think like, they just had one or two projects. I think maybe? they yeah. just had like the one album. I think that was the one album. Where'd yeah. you go? Yeah. Where'd you go? Remember, uh, remember the um, name. Remember the name. That yeah, was the like, two big ones. Yeah, that's like their most like inspirational for like any any sports thing. They put yeah. you know ten percent luck, fifty percent skill. But yeah, no, Mike Shinoda. Yeah, I I can see him working with self titled. 
Yeah, yeah, and it was really good songs. All the songs that he's on, I really enjoy. All the more reason for him to collaborate with Eminem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're hearing that, please do. And this is coming from Joe, who's not even a big Eminem fan anymore. Not really. Still, uh, I kind of shifted. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I mean, you know, every time he comes out with something, I always check it out just to stay current. But, yeah. like, I shifted a lot. Like, like I said, so going back to, like, when I was a kid and I really started recognizing music, I went two ways. I went rap and I went rock. And the rock way... Um, a lot of the bands coming out at the time, like, yeah, Lincoln Park and stuff like that. But my favorite band of all time is Metallica. And the first time I ever heard them was probably around 97. And that was it for me. But I'm sure you guys can, can attest to this. When you're growing up, if something's not popular, you don't really want to talk about it. Hmm. Nobody was listening to rock music, especially Metallica. Never really told anybody that. You know, I was like, oh, what music do you listen to? Well, I actually legitimately like Eminem, and I know he's popular right now, so I'm just going to say Eminem. And again, like, I wasn't fronting. I actually liked Eminem. But then as you get older and, you know, you start growing out of the childhood phase, and like, yeah, like Kyle said, like, people start, um, you know, being critics. But at the same time, like, yeah, that's the negative side of it. The positive side is people start expanding their mind. So, like, people start realizing, like, oh, like, there's other genres of music that are also good. And that's when it was like, I guess, kind of, quote unquote, okay to say that I listened to Metallica, which sounds terrible, but that's just the way life is. Like, that's how kids are when you grow up. If you're not into this, you're going to get made fun of. You're going to, people are going to tell you that's not cool. So rather than having to deal with any of that crap, I just never told anybody. And then when people started being like, oh yeah, I listened to this. And that's when I'd be like, okay, asshole, what's your favorite song? What do you know by this band? And then when they were like, oh, I know this one song. And it's like, oh, okay, their most popular song. Do you know anything else by this band? And then they want to ask you questions because all of a sudden you're cool now because you're yep. knowledgeable. Yep. I used to love doing that to people. I know somebody now that does that shit to me. And hmm. I'm like, interesting. Oh, please tell me, tell me your favorite song. Uh, that's it? Okay. Okay. What about this song? Oh, man, that song's great. That's not even by that person. Yeah, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I meant, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. So yep. like as far as, so like my whole thing with Eminem, you know, I still check him out, but I don't even, re I haven't li really listened to rap. I don't know. It's got to be like 10, 15 years by now. Yeah. Fair enough. As this morning, I'm, actually no, this afternoon, I was right home. The last <laughs> time I listened to rap. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday was the last time I listened to rap. Today was a, more of a rock day. And then, you know, before coming here, it was a podcast day. So, I, you know. Aww. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Kyle. Kyle. There's this podcast I listen to. Kyle uh, guys. Pretty good. You guys should check them out. Wait. Nah. What? Nah, they sound terrible. Yeah, yeah. probably. What yeah. are they called? Three Ugly Guys. So they're ugly? Yeah. Why the hell would I want to listen yeah. to that? Because they're guys. Like, if they were three uh, beautiful guys? Well, maybe. Three ugly? They're I mean, ugly, though. I thought you said three other guys. Wait, I was can, like, can you what? see them? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I, I, I can listen to that. Like John Cena. Okay. Yeah. Can't see him. I can't. I still can't see him. He's here. Speaking of music, I was John Cena music. Speaking of rap, because Paul has to get back to something that I kind of off No, earlier I wanted to come back to Eminem. Oh, there we go. Wow. Full triangle for me. It really is. Ding. The triangle. Okay. So for me, Eminem. Obviously, my name is. But one song that really stuck out to me as a kid. Uh, I forgot about Dre. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think 
the very first parental advisory album I ever bought was, well, I guess my mom bought me, was 2001. Trace 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great album. Uh, Absolutely. And I remember I was in Blockbuster when I got it. and like Blockbuster. Uh, wow. Yup. Oh, Good old man. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Blockbuster was the shit. Back it really then. was. You had, you had CDs, games, movies. Good stuff. Anyway, I had it in my hand. I felt a little, little, little nervous, right? I think it's like, like I said, the first ever parental. I'm like, oh my God. Like this is, I, I, I knew rap, but this was like legit. Top of the top. This is Dre. Like, and I was like, oh, what year was that? Was it 2000? Like, I think it came out in 2000. Yeah. So yeah, it was the year again, before. Again, I was like yeah. 10. So there's a little 10-year-old in Blockbuster holding the chronic, you know, with the freaking giant marijuana leaf <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of... Legit. What is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew what it was, right. but now my, I feel kind of, you're know, like, uh, mom, can you... I'm a badass now. Can, yeah. Yeah. Can you buy me this? I hope she doesn't know what this printer yeah, advisory I was, means. I was hoping it's just a leaf. You know, like maybe she just thinks it's a leaf. It's an Adidas-themed uh, album. But that whole album just, you know, there's so many icons, you know, like... So wait, did... The episode, last did, episode, you know. Did you yeah. get you the album? Huh? Did you get it for you? Yeah, of course. That's, okay. Yeah, that was my first ever... <laughs> I'm sorry. She got me, I mean, she got me Grand Theft Auto 3 when I was... Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out to mom. She's... Yes, mom. Um... Yeah, so no, Eminem really just, you know, like all of us, just really, well. well yeah, because there's that time period for it's us. It's a time period yeah. for yeah. us, man. It's, it's our coming of age, a, you know. Guy. I mean, he's what kept me in hip-hop since then. Like, ever since I first heard um, Slim, uh, The Real Slim Shady, I've never gone back to anything else but, like, hip-hop. It's been such a narrow focus that, I'll you know, I have maybe, like, three, like, Metallica, Disturbed, Five Finger Death Punch, and Volbeat mm. are like the only exceptions, really. When to, you want to branch off. Yeah. But everything else is literally just hip-hop because of Eminem those years. And he's still going, like, strong. Like, uh, unbelievable, right. yeah. He, he doesn't yeah. age. He doesn't, like... No, he definitely doesn't age. Still know, nope. like, he stops the world when he comes out with a new album. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, right. it fucking 100%. freezes. He does. I mean, his yeah. last two albums, I was going to bed. Weren't they un, un, yep. like, unannounced? He was just yes. like, hey, I made so, an album. Yeah. I... Got, I had left my friend's house, and I, ha- I had my mom's car. My, my car was actually at the shop, and um, I had my mom's car. I was borrowing it for the day, and um, my phone's not hooked up to her Bluetooth, so I'm walking through her car. I'm scrolling on Instagram, and all of a sudden, I see this post. I said, wait, what? And I didn't know where Eminem dropped a surprise album, Kamikaze. Then, a year and a half later, uh, this uh, January 2020, he had... Uh, he had people had uh, reported that they were collaborating with Eminem, working on an album. Okay, cool, something to look forward to. You know, I mean, I'm excited. And then the motherfucker dropped it again out of nowhere. As, but like, as I was laying in bed, scrolling on Instagram before sleep, it was like one in the morning, just like getting my last scroll of Instagram. And all of a sudden, he puts up the track list on his uh, on his Instagram, and all of a sudden, I'm back up for an I think it's an hour and like six minute long, maybe a little bit longer. I'm half asleep in bed listening to that because I won't go to sleep until I heard it all. But, I mean, what's good about him is, I mean, again, as a huge fan, you can admit that in the late 2000s, I mean, I know it was during his drug issue, but, like, his skill level, and he knows it too, dropped. He was completely not what he was when he first came out or when he was in the underground. And then he picked it back up. You know, he came back in 2009, and then slowly, you know, some may say he got better or worse, but you can't deny the fact that during his like terrible era where he you know he he knew he had writer's block he knew he was just pumping out music just to pump out he's still better than he was back then so he still came out on top and he's still he's like saying he's not done it. he's gonna keep going you know it's it's his passion you know but i think it was definitely like a a, a big turning point you know growing up because he was just there and he uh, alone was the outcast in, in hip-hop For and sure. just you know and he was breaking 
he was breaking the barrier on other things, saying things like, I mean, you know, well, this is not even childhood right now, but they're talking about the song WAP with um, Cardi mm-hmm. B. And then they're saying, well, if Eminem was able to say it back then, you know, whatever, what he was saying, because he was saying some really terrible stuff. You know, you can't no. even deny that. No, it was all, it was all Sunshine <laughs> and Butterflies. You know, he had a song about kids. Yeah. Um, you know, but... <laughs> That's why I listen to him. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, they're like, well, and I, and I agree. Let, let Cardi B and whoever sing whatever song that they want to sing because, you know, you know, they have every right to sing whatever they want to sing. Absolutely. And, and they say it's not for kids. Of so course. Don't have your kids listen to it. At the same time, Eminem, who was saying what he wanted to say, same mindset... You know, male or female, whatever. He also was getting picket signs and rights, just like how the the parents were now freaking out with uh, Cardi B. Eminem was getting it too, and it, you know, it stopped him a little bit. He did admit that he toned it down for his third album, but I mean, like him pushing those barriers was like, in music was crazy for us, especially growing up as kids. You know, and just saying, what is that? You know, just to hear some nonsense spitting out of his mouth. I was about to say like the same thing. Like I feel like when he was getting like picketed back in like 2000 like that's a part of our childhood with him but that was part of us growing up with him yeah. stan yeah like i feel like yep. we, we went through that with him in in a sense absolutely you know like we like like he grew up and changed with his styles kind of like the way we did he's friends with elton john he's friends with elton yeah. john and elton john defended him he yeah. was like eminem's not homophobic yeah. he's no. like he's you know he says what he just what he says you know and and elton john and who's another great musician you know yep. stood right by him didn't Eminem get him and his husband cock rings for their... Yes. Like, yeah. 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 I saw that. Elton, uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Apparent, um, yeah. El- Elton John was on an episode of, I think it was Graham Norton, right? Where he interviews like oh, a whole... Oh, yeah, yeah. If anybody who doesn't know, Graham Norton, you know, has a talk show. And, He's always got A-list celebrities. Right, but, right. But like the thing that I like about his talk show is, like most talk shows is like, okay, like we're going to have like two guests and he does one. No, he'll And have, then he does yep. the other. And then like sometimes the first person sticks, sticks, you know, sticks around. But like Graham well, Norton's yeah, like, hey, there. I'm going to have five guests. And they're all here at yeah, the same all, time. And they all and, meet each other. That and they, yeah, they all like they meet each together, other. They yeah. love it. They're And I fun. love that. Yep. And then Elton John was on an episode and he brought that up where. Uh, I hope that's a true story. Elton John said it. Like, how could it not be? I don't think Elton John would lie about something like that. Can you feel? Yeah, <laughs> that's a soundtrack. Lion King. Yes, that was yep. Disney, any, any Disney, any Disney, <laughs> any movie, Disney soundtrack. Disney, Disney soundtracks, soundtracks yep. definitely shaped all. That was on Absolutely. my list. Yep, I think Lion King might be number one. Yeah, you know, listening right? to In the Air of the Night by um, for the Tarzan, and then jumping oh, right over Tarzan, and then jumping right over and listening to Eminem. I want to Can you show me? What about um? Space Jam. I believe I can fly at the beginning. Oh, the Space Jam soundtrack was great. Space Jam. That's another soundtrack we didn't think about before. I'll Which give you guys fantastic. I'll give you guys a another high five one? if you could tell me who uh, who sang the Space Jam theme song. Michael Jordan. No. I did. John Stamos. No, you're all wrong. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Bugs no. Bunny. The Quad City DJ. Oh yeah, Quad City. Oh no, I knew that. Lola Bunny. No, I gave you the answer. Already. Oh, that was the answer. Yes. That was an option. No, okay. I, I, I should have that. I have, it, I have that on my iPod. my iPod. Yep, <laughs> I do. My favorite song from that soundtrack was was the Monstars theme song. Hit him up. Mm. Oh, the, oh my God! Yes, be real from Cypress Hill, Coolio, Buster Rhymes, LL Cool J, and Method Man. Oh my what, God! Um, what a squad for one song. Met the man the way he starts it. Insane like a runaway train. I'm yeah. in your lane. Like there's only three Two seconds, seconds to, to score to win, to win the, the game. game. That the way he starts that verse is so fire. Amazing. Yeah, I for, how did I forget about that song? Oh, that's fantastic. That's magic. personally that's a lot of albums we may have misplaced. But. Bugs Bunny actually does rap on the album. He does. I really? think it's the, yes. la- the last <laughs> yes. song. Wow. The song Buggin'. Like suck it, suck it. Wait, you said Buggin'? Wait, that's Daffy Yeah, Buggin'. Bugin. No, no, that's Sylvester. Oh shit, that is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Stallone? Yes, yes, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> 
right before he blows you away is yeah. John Rambo. He yeah. says, suffer and succotash. Yeah. Well, all right. So speaking of all those While CDs, Lincoln Park's playing in the background. And so, Phil Collins. You said about the whole, the, the CD, you know, the the, walk, well, the walk, Walkman. Yeah, the CD. Yeah, yeah CD player. Yeah. So we all had one, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Yep. Who remembers your school trips? You felt like such a cool oh, kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you had your CD, you know, yep. you had it right there, and you had your little package, uh, pack thing with like 12 yep. CDs in it. And you burnt half of them, so they were all custom. Yeah. Oh, you want to listen to this song? And you write the track list yep. on the front of the yep. disc. In, in it, thin sharpie. I was going to say, it yep. was so hard to choose for that trip. Like, I remember I went to like, the Boston trip, and I was like, all right, what CDs do I want? And it was always the most randomest, like, no one else brought them. Like, right. Like a Space Jam soundtrack. Right. No one else had that. Like, the other one had, like, their own legit... Yeah. Nope, I have yeah, Night at Roxbury and, yeah. <laughs> and, and Shaggy. Ooh, Ooh, Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Was I, it you? It was me. Oh, okay. I did so it. they called right. you on the counter. Yes. It was me. <laughs> it was you. Okay. Oh, you devil dog. Were you banging on the sofa? Yep. It wasn't me. Well, you were it much was, older. It, it, it was you me. in the shower? I, I'm, I'm very honest. I don't lie. All right. I was just making sure. Uh, girls love honesty. You, uh, yes, they, they do. do. You know what's talked about Walksman? Walkman's, though? Walksman. Walksman. You know what's talked about Walksman, though? What? If you had it, you know, and it did not fit in your pants pocket. Ooh. You didn't yeah, have a clip for your, pa- your I belt? My hand. Nah, I always had to put it in the pocket and hope to God oh. it fit. I'm oh, so glad. I Mine, too. You know how the old, earlier ones, if you, like, moved it a certain way or tapped it, it would stop? Oh, my God. Mine, yeah. I bought one. Like, they would get shoddy. Yeah, it, my, I bought one that was, like, all good. I was like, yeah, yep. I, I shook it up. I'm like, yeah, it's not doing. I can stop it. I still have mine. I got to play it now. That would happen to my CD player, though. Like, if it was playing and I would squeeze it too tight by accident or hit against something, the CD would press. And right, yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I just scratched this motherfucking CD. I still CD. use CDs in my car. Yeah. In fact, I'm very oh, sad. Yeah. Like, my I have mo- a couple. My model's the last model of my uh, line that is the last one to have the CD player in the car. No, that's it. The newer models don't have CD players. And I'm very sad when I do get a new car eventually that... I won't have a CD wait, player. Wait, really? Yeah. And, oh, wait. In, in, your specific, in, my, yeah. in your specific car, right. there's no more I have CD. Ford Escape. I have 2018. And oh, I see. Yeah, the newer model, that's it. Oh. I'm like, damn. I'm They're less. becoming obsolete, which is crazy, though. Because, I mean, I only collect I only collect CDs Pokemon that pertain to... M- no, no. Like, I collect uh, M&M CDs still. Because right. even though I don't need it, because I then will download on Spotify. Well, vinyl but came back, so maybe they CDs did. will come back. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Best Buy. They don't really sell yeah. CDs anymore. You, you know, have to do it online. I, they don't really sell I, much I of anything uh, anymore. Amazon, so, I usually get them. Amazon, yeah. And then when you buy them on Amazon, it automatically goes to your Amazon... Uh, Library? Yeah. So it's like you have it on digital and you have a physical copy. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Hey. What's that one M&M album you don't have? Mm-hmm. <sighs> not an album right, it's an ep it's an ep and i could buy it for like for like, for like 1200 yeah the slim shady ep has it's so if you're not familiar with um eminem he he released well he was in soul intent um before he was really known as eminem he was known as m and m like the candy yeah. his initials um but Early then 90s. he released infinite which is literally fantastic I mean, so it's, underrated. it's a completely different version of Eminem. He's not angry. He's just... It's he, before he created the Slim Shady exactly. character. Tonight got, is such a great song on that album. Tonight, yeah. I love Fantastic that song. Fantastic open mic. Open um, mic. Non, three, the one, three. He, um, he got hate on that album. He, they said he sounded like uh, uh, Nas and Nas, AZ. Yep. And that he was too soft. And he got pissed. So he created a Slim Shady persona. And he dropped... Uh, was it seven track, really? Well, how many tracks? Yeah, seven or eight tracks? Seven, seven or eight tracks. EP. Um... Very choppy, like beats. Like you know, it was, I mean, he sold it out of the trunk of his car. He only made like five hundred copies, and that album, that I'm sorry, that EP found its way to Dr. To, Dre, to Dre. And Dre goes, "I need to meet this guy." So a few tracks from that EP made it onto Slim Shady 
LP, LP, which was his first major release. His first major release, even though Infidence considered his first album, technically, but his first major release would be uh, Slim Shady LP. But the Slim Shady EP is so rare that online it's for, hun- like, no exaggeration, I think sh- no shorter than $500. But then you don't want to buy it because how do you know it's real? How do you know it's someone then just burn a copy? And, and get and, like, print out the... Exactly. Yeah. So I've seen it, like, on eBay, and I've sent it to, to Joe, and I'm thinking, I, I got to get it, but it's... No, it's you don't know because I'm not dropping five hundred dollars yeah. unless I know it's like legitimately. Yeah. He legit. on, he only sold it out of his trunk, and he lost the Rap Olympics in '97. Yeah, and he was pissed because he came in second. He lost. That was the one where he lost to Juice, right? Yeah, I think Juice was the final right. one. And he, like he even went. Uh, uh, Corey, I don't know if you know this. He all that he went against Rod Digger from he really. Did. Yeah. He did. He, no shit. Rod Digger, I think, was the first female he ever battled against, and that like wow. that. That eventually led to him collaborating with the Outsiders a couple yep. years later. Holy shit. Shout but, out to the Outsiders, by Yeah, the way. shout out to the Outsiders. Um, but do, yeah, do Eminem, Johnny. No, not those <laughs> no, Outsiders. Those no, Outsiders. No. Too sweet. No. Uh, no, not those Outsiders. Uh, Say Golden Pony Boy. But yeah, no, like he he battled. There was a rap limit. It's all on YouTube. Like all these clips are on YouTube. Low quality, but I mean, it's still a video. You know, and he went against Rod Digga and he was going up and like he, he has like, you know, that was back when freestyling and written's like, you know, they would throw like one line that they remember in their head into like their freestyles. Um, but everything else was completely, completely off the top of the, the dome. Um, and he, oh, he would always say popular with a, off the top of the dome, like a popular poem. Like he always like dropped similar stuff, you know, but he lost the rap Olympics like second place and he was doing fantastic. The last round with Juice went like what? Six tiebreakers or some yeah, crazy shit like that. And, and both were fantastic. So it's not like he got destroyed. It's just like, it's just a slight bit. He missed it. But he got, you know, he along with being um, hated on for Infinite and all that stuff, he dropped the Slim Shady EP, and that's where he created the, the Slim Shady persona. persona. And that's what caught Dr. Dre's attention. Right. So um, I think M, M, M said this. There was, like, an HBO documentary with, about, like, a whole bunch of, like, rap or whatever. It was, like, different episodes. And there was an episode about, like, Dre and, like, whatever. And they got them to talk about that. And apparently, like, Jimmy Iovine, like, they used to send people, like, everywhere just looking for talent. And, like, they sent a guy to California for the Rap Olympics. And this guy was there. He watched everything. And then after, after it, he walked up to Eminem when he was getting back to his car and was like, you know, you know, giving him props. Like, oh, it was really great. He's like, um, do you have anything, you know, that I could listen to you? And like really pissed off. He was like, yeah, he just fucking threw the CD at him. Like whatever copies he had, he took one, just threw it at this guy. This guy took this shit back to Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine had it. And um, Jimmy Iovine was telling the story that, like, um, every so often, Dre would come over, with, you know, with his kids. So, like, his kids and Jimmy's kids could, like, play together. And then, you know, Jimmy would be like, hey, you know, I got this week's music that, like, I just, you know, I, I found or whatever. Like, you know, the, the interns or whoever brought to me. So, he's like, oh, here's the stuff that I got this week. And he started playing shit for Dre. And that was one of the things that came on. And Dre was like, just like Kyle said, pause that shit. Who is this guy? He knew nothing about him. Knew nothing about him. Nothing about um, like I didn't no background information. No, where is he from? No skin tone. He just heard him and goes, "I need this guy." And they didn't know anything about him. So like, I think Jimmy said like they went back. He he went back to the intern who gave it to him, and he's like, "Where did you get this?" And he's like, and, "You know, I was at the Rap Olympics, in California, and it was like there was this guy, Eminem." Then that was their lead. And then eventually they found him and they flew him out. That was it. How crazy is that? Yeah. No, that's pretty epic. He was pissed and threw a CD at a guy. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. We could do that in Times Square. We can get we could get pissed and just throw, start throwing our podcast at people. We can. <laughs> the whole table of microphones. The whole table yeah. of microphones. Someone's eyes. Ah. Listen to us. 
Ding. You're getting arrested. What happened? I threw it in his eye and he's bleeding. <laughs> After he stopped bleeding, we found out that he really worked yeah, for like <laughs> I don't know. I have an eye patch now, but but, uh, but he knows Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was I was gonna say like I really miss like as a kid. I think I appreciate. I mean, you said before you know you appreciate music. Uh, you know, as a kid, I don't know. For instance, when I got CDs as a kid, I would listen to the whole thing. You would lay in your bed or on the floor. You put in a little tiny CD player, you know, and you just I listened to the whole album. Throughout but nowadays, like. One or two songs at a time. You don't, you don't have time to appreciate a whole freaking album. And like, I want to go back to those times. I feel like as a kid, you just you appreciate it more. You know? Does it make a difference for you though? If depending on who you're listening to, like, will certain people make you listen to the whole album? No, or is I, it, no. Any new uh, album any? I ever bought, I had to listen to it from beginning to end. Had to. One shot. One shot. Okay. But now, like, there's not an artist. Now, like now you're like, I have to Amazon. listen to the whole thing, or if, if it's just, I don't know, for some reason, like, I guess you're older, just I don't, I don't have time. Sometimes I'll like halfway through, I'll put it in my car a lot, or like I'm, I'm driving to work. Yeah, but but, you, but you, you'll, the album won't be done before no, you get to your destination. No, right, I, I get this, I have the yeah. same thing as you. I mean, I, I'll check out new albums, and right. you know, my my job without school traffic is 15 minutes. That's sometimes that's not even half an album. Right. You know, and then you have to. So I'll get three songs. Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah. Three, I, I get about three, four, like, maybe. Uh, I'm on my way home. I'll do the other half and then, you know. Exactly. But then, like, something happens or, like, someone calls you or, right. or, or you know, you forget. Or, like, I, a lot of times I'll listen to music in the car. I'll go to work and if it's dead, I'll put, I'll play more music at, at, at work. But you can't really focus because you're working. No. And then you get in the car and you're like, what do I listen to? Yes, yeah, I, I, I I completely understand you what you mean. You got to play it over again. Yeah. yeah. You want to escape. Yes. In the music, in the moment. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you like that, right? I see which you went there. Paul, is there any artist now, though, that you get very excited to hear a new album's coming out? Like, who is the artist now that you you get info about and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm so excited. Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> okay. okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, no. Um, Shout I'm, out to John Stamos. Of course. <laughs> Atlantis Morissette. Uh, I mean, you know me. Like I said, I'm a big rock guy. So, uh, I mean, I was excited. I mean, it wasn't really a new album, but... Uh, well, actually, maybe it was. I mean, recently, uh, 6 a.m. I love 6 a.m. Okay. You, you got me into them. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they had, uh, I guess, a couple recently, a couple years ago. But they had a, a recent collaboration with a bunch of, uh, like, Five Figure Death Punch, uh, Mooney, and... Yep. I forgot whoever else they... But it was just good song. Anyway, but uh, I had a big concert this year. You know, the big Motley Crue. You had uh, uh, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett. So, like, anybody... It doesn't have to be CD, but anything big concerts, like, like I get excited. Because then it gives me a moment to appreciate and listen to them. You know, I'm, I'll make a day for it. Mm. Uh, new music-wise, I'm trying to remember. The, I mean, you said Bullbeat before. You know, I love their music. Um, 30 Seconds of Mars. I'm yeah. a big fan of them. When they listen to the new song. Uh, I mean, I wish I would. Like I said, I just wish I had more time to really appreciate more. Uh, when something drops. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of someone really powerful, but... I had time more when I was working at home during during COVID, well, yeah. you know, because I would just have my headphones on and while I'm typing, like that was different. Like I have my headphones on. Yeah, I don't get that anymore. Yeah, when you're in the office, you you got to be paying attention. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I'm at the point now. I, I guess because of COVID, like I, I've just listened to my normal albums over and over again. That I've I've actually asked friends like, who do you listen to? Give me something to listen to because I'm right. You know, even I can only listen to Eminem so much. You know, and I I ran his last album hard in 2020, so I had to find new music in the past few months to listen to, and you know. During like a while working at home, I was able to appreciate it more. Now on the drive, it's it's hard for me to to keep up on, you know, like you disrupt the flow of an album if you stop. You know, I had three songs and then whatever, and then you got to continue it eight hours later. You know, 
So what you and Paul are saying is you need longer commutes to work. Oh, yeah, great. I, guess, I suppose so. Well, because my commute, I can listen to like two albums on the way to work. So that's, that's true. how yeah, I usually can, bang you, them you, out. You can watch Avengers Endgame. Yeah, really. Yeah. Is there anybody you look forward to currently? Uh, yes. There are my top three are... Spice Girls. Ooh, we, hey, okay. hey, 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 okay. hey, hold up. I agree. I, I'm putting that on the list. We, didn't get, we, have to go, we have to circle back to Spice Girls because I don't know how the fuck we Please Spice do. Girls. I know. That's why I just popped in my mind. Um, so my top three, like, the, you know, are Eminem, obviously, is definitely one. Uh, Vinny Paz, Jenna Mind Tricks yes. is uh-huh. when he, they drop a new album. Fuck yeah. But Kid Cudi, though, if that, nah. dude... I'm tell- I gotta save this for another time because I can do 17 of episodes of just Stand him alone. Yeah, but when he drops something, I am on it, all over it. He's probably on number one in terms of so that's dropping new music. Right, yes, so for number me, one. For me, 6 a.m. then. Kyle, yeah, Eminem. Kyle, uh, Eminem, definitely Eddie. for me. Joe. Yeah. It's a tie now. Ooh. Metallica? Metallica is definitely one of them because they're still out here and they're still making music. Even Rage? though they... No, well, Rage isn't okay. going to make any new albums. The fact that they got the fact that they got back together, and even though yeah. the concert got canceled, so like, it got, well, it canceled, it's pushed back. So yeah, yeah. I still will get Same, get yeah. my chance to see them next year. But there's no there's no intention, I think, of them as of now making new music. But um, a newer band just came out recently, that maybe I don't know, a couple of years old, that I really got into is Greta Van Fleet. Okay, I don't know if you guys know anything about them. Not a lot, but I've not heard of them. Unbelievable talent for young kids. They're like. At this point now, in 2020, they probably range between the ages of like 19 and 22, somewhere around there. They're like super young. They hit the scene like a couple of years ago. And a lot, like a lot of people say this is a bad thing, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but very Led Zeppelin-esque. Ooh. Like just their sound. The kid's voice, Josh Kiska, kind of sounds like Robert Plant a little That's bit. Long songs too, like. Very, no, no, okay. no, not always. But um, yeah, it's like there's a lot of people out there like, oh, they sound too much like Zeppelin. That's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. Wh- where your um, where your inf- influences on your sleeve just don't fall into it. They dropped their first major album a couple years ago, and some songs are Zeppelin-esque, other songs aren't. And the more I listen to them, the more they don't sound like Zeppelin. They sound like themselves. Okay. And. You know, they were supposed to go on tour, and then, like, you know, COVID happened, like, like the second half of the tour. Like, I, I got to see them last year in Jersey. May have been the best live concert I've ever been to, and I've seen Metallica, like, six times, and I love Metallica. These guys were unbelievable for how young they are, and I know that they're they're working on another album, but then, like, you know, like COVID happened, so I don't know how far along that's going. Yeah. And I know, and I'm, I'm a little pissed at this, um, during Metallica's current tour that they were supposed to be on Greta Van Fleet was supposed to open for them in South America so obviously I wouldn't have been able to go to that show but just the thought of it I was like wow this would have been like the perfect concert for me they would have opened for Metallica that would have been ridiculous maybe one day maybe one day but yeah super new band they've only been around for a couple years Um, anybody out there who's into rock especially the classic rock feel I would definitely give them a listen this kid's voice is unfreaking believable Unbelievable. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's really good. I mean, all right, let's let's rewind back to the kids. Can you think of five artists that really stood out to you as a kid? Yeah. Well, definitely the one we just talked about that you brought up, Spice Girls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, please do. 
So, well, am I doing that whole f- top five right now? Or I mean, am I gonna, to. We gonna... I was just, it was just popped well, in my head, but. Uh, okay, to go to your top five. All right. Like, just, as a kid, just remember, like, it doesn't have to be five. It could be whatever, just a bunch of artists that really stood out at that age. So then it would definitely be Backstreet Boys. Yep. Spice same. Girls. Mm-hmm. You know what? Britney Spears, real quick. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Dude, for little boys, come on. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, Spice Girls, too. In that sense, yeah, but catchy music. I had a crush on all of them. Listen, Spice World's a great movie. I totally agree. (laughs) It absolutely is. I'm gonna tell a quick story about Britney Spears. You met her? No, Ah. but then I'll give you my final two. But fifth grade talent show, one of my friends was like, Hey, do you want to do the talent show with us? He got, I think it was seven of us. He's like, I got six other guys or five other guys. Do you want to do it? And I was like, All right, what are we doing? We're doing Britney Spears. I was like, mm. get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, no I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, all right. So we would go to his house like every weekend, and his sister choreographed the entire dance. We were, we were lip syncing Hit Me Baby One More Time. Of course. Oh, God. So did you dress up as... So what I didn't know mm. was the day of the <laughs> talent show, I'm at home playing Paper Mario and then 64, and we had to get ready to go. So I'm like, all right, cool. Get in the car, drive to the school for the talent show, and I get there. And they're all dressed in wigs and wearing makeup. Yes. <laughs> I was like, nobody fucking told me we were doing this. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, listen, I'll wear the wig. I'll wear the shirt. Oh, so, oh, so they had it for you. They were, yeah. They, oh, they okay. Yeah. I had no idea. They just didn't give you the heads they up. Didn't know, I didn't know okay. I was doing that. Even better. So we all dressed up. We all went out there. And we did Hit Me Baby one more time. Sweet. We got the biggest applause yep. <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. And the way the song ended was we were standing facing the audience and it was like hit me baby one more time and then one by one we would smack ourselves mm-hmm. in the face and turn around and it said Britney on the back of our shirts <laughs> and that's how it ended <laughs> wait did you guys win oh yeah we uh, definitely oh, won good. that shit yeah we should get the band back that was together. like a standing ovation I, and they're just lip sync Britney Spears songs and talent Tell shows yep. we're getting the band back together dude oh, you, oh could, you could have a Vegas residency with Britney oh my god it, but is it creepy now that I'm almost 30 and doing no, that it's probably, I, I feel it's, like it's, it's better probably better it's more endearing when you're in fifth grade doing it, and people are like, that's adorable. Now it's like, what the fuck no, are these guys doing? No, no, no. What you need to do is find the footage of you when you were younger, and then like transition it to you guys doing it now. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we got to put that do, shit on you. We got to do a VH1 behind the scenes, behind the music kind of thing. You know, we're, we're getting all the back 30 years ago. This, you know, it all really back. stemmed when uh, I was playing uh, Paper Mario at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My asshole friends didn't tell me. We broke up for years, but, you know, we came back and better and stronger, and it's Britney, bitch. It was Britney. Wait, so what I got? I had, uh, you had two more, you said? Okay, so I went through Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, Britney Spears, and then obviously Eminem is one. And then for the elementary school years, I'm going to keep the middle school years separate for now because that's a whole other school sure. of music. But Gorillas. Ooh, oh, yes. wow. That's okay. Gorillas. The first time okay. I ever heard Clint Eastwood on the Gorillas album, Phenomenal. I was like, oh my God. Okay, what is this? What is, yep. Just the music. I was the same way. I was like, what is this? Stuffy. There's something about them that's just so different and so like incredible yeah you can't compare them to anything else you really can't because it's just there's so many different types of sounds on their albums if i had to compare i was maybe daft punk just like a maybe. little bit like oh just maybe the way... maybe that might be the closest well, who, is, who is it damon alburn right from the blur that's whose project it is he created them i know the animated guys uh, that's pretty much was it tsunami uh the midnight hour they would show the daft punk and uh gorillas a lot the music videos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's yeah. how i really got first you know to them and blew me away thanks tsunami uh, yeah, man, uh, Tsunami. Yes, still on. Yeah, it, it is. is. But yeah, that, that would be my no, top great, five. Great choices. Yeah, my top really five. Great choices. Yeah. What about you, Paul? 
Well, I mean, for me, it was Backstreet Boys, obviously. Uh, still love NSYNC, but Backstreet just, I don't know why, just stuck. Everybody, larger than life. I want it that way. You just. So do we all agree real quick? Real quick. I mean, I love NSYNC. Are we but. team Backstreet, you're saying? Yeah. I, so? <laughs> I was like, looking at me for. Uh, we, That's like one you're of like the, the final, you know, are you going to say yes or no? Backstreet or NSYNC? Yeah, yeah, I guess because my sister liked them more than NSYNC. So but it's, it's, it's uh, LFO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, sure. Because it, it was always Backstreet or, or Backstreet or NSYNC or Britney or Christina. Ah. That was always the two wars growing up. I always went with whatever my sister was doing because she was older than me. Nah. She was Britney and Backstreet Boys, so that's kind of what I leaned to. Yeah, I mean, I like both, but I, mean, I feel like I know way more Britney Spears than I did Christina Aguilera. Facts. Yeah. Because of my sister. Well, no, I, no, I did not know no, because no, you of your sister. I'm saying I did. Uh, Linkin Park. Yeah. Who, was that two? Yeah. Blink. 182. Um... Honestly, I didn't mention them earlier, but Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. As a kid, what? Yeah. I'm not even saying anything. What? What? Not touching it. Why not? No, not after that last conversation we had. The last conversation? The Red Hot Chili Peppers? That came up too. Did it? Yeah. Which conversation? Kyle the and same, I are confused. The same Hi. conversation with fucking Aerosmith and the other band. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not confused anymore. Yeah. <laughs> why is, but why is... Because uh, they also came up with that whole conversation. Yeah, did they did. And yep. Corey didn't know who they were. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, you never heard of Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't name a single song. I know I've heard of them. I oh. can't name a single song of well, theirs. Well, the first stand I was talking for me was Other Side. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool yeah. video. California Cation. California that, that whole video. album was just... It, it, I was like, wow, this is great. And they and they were... Like Joe was saying with the whole Metallica thing when uh, he felt a little bad. You know, like he didn't really want to... That was like me because... Oh, what was I? Again, 10 years old. And really, what 10-year-old listens to Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, so, yeah, like, don't. you know... Remember, I got I got it at Walmart. That album it was pretty good, Florida. Um, so yeah, but what was that number three? Yeah, yeah, Street, Lincoln Park, Blank. Oh, Blank. Blank. Yes, that was four. Hot Chili Peppers. Um, did I say Eminem? No, I no. Like, I would say probably Eminem, just because that whole cover, that whole genre, that whole field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like I said, there's a lot of artists and whatnot. Yeah. Kyle, how about you? When I was a kid. That just top five just really. I didn't really have out. a top five. I, I hate to Doesn't say it. No, no, no. Well, that sticks out to I, you now yeah, that you remember you know, vividly. Like really, well, like, I mean, wow. growing up, yeah, was always like, Eminem, um, Brit, you know, Britney Spears, Linkin Park, you know. But you know, the same people that most that most of, course, of us yeah. have been saying. But from anybody day, different, anybody new we haven't mentioned yet mm, that we forgot. Not so much, but like back then, I didn't like. Besides Eminem, because like I said, I followed him from from the minute I heard him and then on. Yeah. Everyone else, it was just bits and pieces of radio hits or songs that I didn't realize what the names was until years later. Like I can say how much I loved Britney Spears back in the day and Backstreet Boys, but like back then I wasn't itching for their next song like I was Eminem. You know, it's just like when I heard it, I heard it, and then I was okay. hyped about it. You know, I like I said back then I really was just into anything. I mean, I remember my fifth grade dance. Was um, every time we touch, uh, the cascada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like that, yeah. <laughs> that brings me to fifth grade. Um, as well as um, was it Michelle Branch everywhere? Yeah. You know that that song played to me when in, in fifth grade because I actually had a really bad um, teacher. I had a horrible teacher, very rude, very mean to kids. And every year after that, my dad would ask me how my teacher was. I'd say, it's okay. And he would ask, is it as bad as your fifth grade teacher? If I said no, he goes, then you know you can push through it. So that year, I really, really, really didn't want to go to school. But my, I remember my that, for that song memory, 
I would lay in my mother's bed while she's getting ready for work and she had the TV on and Michelle Branch everywhere was always playing. Hmm. So, you know, back, thinking about my music taste back then, there was nothing that I, you know, necessarily looked forward to, but I had these memories with like all these different songs and different genres and, you know, just remember enjoying whatever I heard at the time being. I agree. No. Yeah. So I truthfully didn't have a top five when I was good besides Eminem, but like I just loved almost anything that I heard. I like that. It's reasonable. Man, it's yeah, it's fair. I'm kind of in the same boat as Kyle. Yeah. No, I like, mean, for the same reasons. I mean, like, I really, I, I listen to Eminem. I listen to Linkin Park. And then after that, like, you know, like, there, there were some people that I heard that I listened to, like, like, like Metallica or Blink-182, but I didn't really, like... Wrestling soundtrack. Get, well, yeah. Re- oh, yeah. Wrestling yeah, theme songs. Four, Hell, yeah. Five, three. Three, two, yeah. Those, I mean, I guess if those count, those but... Great soundtrack. <laughs> that's, that's a different podcast yeah, topic. It is. Motorhead. Is yeah, motor, yeah, but I wasn't listening to Motorhead back then. You listen to Triple H. Six-year-old Motorhead yeah, fan. Right. Well, no, no. Back then, like when I first started you know, watching the wrestling, Undertaker. Well, Motorhead wasn't doing Triple H. No, I song yet. Oh. Chris Warren oh, yeah. ran was. Yeah. You can't do it, but yeah. My time. My time. Yeah. We're on trouble. Right. So, but like, as far as like childhood, like... I'm kind of like, yeah, like I said, I'm kind of yeah, like high. Like, cert, certain songs stick out to me, like All Star by Smash Mouth. Of course. You know, Linkin Park, Eminem, and then, like, you know, my sister listened to all that shit, too, but then she also listened to, like, Britney and Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls. So, like, I just have memories of just, like, her blasting them, blasting them like, from her stereo. So, like, that's pretty much where I fall. Not elementary-wise. I just thought of somebody else. This is more for, for junior high or even, like, late elementary school. That I loved, honestly. Avril Lavigne. Okay. Yeah, I don't know no, if anybody did, else had no. that. I was a big Avril Lavigne fan. You were okay. a skater boy? I was a skater boy. Did you and say I just say, as, okay. You beat me to Sorry. It. Damn it, no. Joe. But like, wait, what, was wait, it? what were you going to say? You don't know that? I, I could not stand her. Really? Yeah. Do tell. No, it just the sound didn't resonate with me. Once I got into the hip-hop focus... Okay. Anything else was just kind of like noise to me. Corsage, screw everything else. <laughs> no, that was me for years. All right. No, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend Avril Lavigne. I can just say, like, I mean, I didn't. I only knew, like, one of her albums, but, like, the her radio one. hit. No, not even. Really? It was the one with the with Girlfriend. Oh, okay. That hey, album, hey, I, yeah, yeah, I my like friend at the time, she loved the album, so I listened to it. But, um, no, but before I complicated, like. There was no reason for complicated or or my happy ending to make me so upset back then. Right, but it did. But it did. I think my favorite but was. But it did. I'm with you. Yeah, you I mean A E R O U. Yes. No. Wait, Hootie the Blowfish? No, no, that, that, no was that, that was Ted. No, that was Ted. I know. That that's Ted. why I. I didn't know yeah. who they were singing though. Hootie the Blowfish. Oh. The only one thing I can do. That's another great yeah, that segment was. I remember that in the movie. That was a, that was a star about that. Hootie's my number six. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who is Hootie and who is the Blowfish? It, just the band. Just the band. Is it two different people? No. no. Who is this band? But they're two singular items in the band name. It's like Lone Rangers. Corey. It's just what? It's a name. All right. It's weird. Say, bro. Remember the name. Remember the name. Ooh. Remember the Titans. Them Ooh, too. Hey, well, hmm. <laughs> we will. <laughs> well, we will remember them. We will. All right. On that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> this has been fun. It really, yeah. It really nice, has. nice oh, going. Yeah, seriously. It was nice to reminisce. Yeah, it was. Taking a lane. trip down memory lane. I think yeah. we're, as Ricardo goes to a lot of Eminem probably yeah. later and, and Lincoln Park and yeah. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Definitely Backstreet Boys. 
Well, and Paul, thank you for kind of like putting this idea of doing this retro kind oh. of like looking back on the growing up of ages kind of idea into our heads. So yeah. we might have to do this. I uh, think a little we more shall. Fun. I think we could do different uh, takes on this. We could, uh, you know, back to the past, as you will. I think mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. I think people would like it. I hope so. I hope so. I think Let so. us know out there. Uh, Please do. We certainly enjoyed making it. So you know, it could be anything. That music could be huh. anything in the past. Paul, mm-hmm. how could people let us know? Well. They could find us. Where? <gasps> Here? Fi- I mean, sure. Uh, Corey, you have a door, right? You could just. You know. I have. Yeah, I have a door. You got windows too, right? Yeah, All right, we're at a. Yeah. We're at a. 747 <laughs> Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, I got we, it. We were on Facebook. Okay. And Instagram. Uh huh. And Twitter. Mm. When the fuck did we get on Instagram and Twitter? About like two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, we are. Yes. Three ugly guys. Yes. We are also on Spotify and Apple. And Joe. Would you like to tell us, where are we also now? As of yesterday, <gasps> I don't know when you're going to hear this, but current as of recording, we are now also on Google Podcasts. Oh, shit. The Google. Wow. That was, a, yeah. that was like a month waiting period. We, to get we did wait a while. I kind of forgot about them, Google. Yeah. I, I clicked on it by accident. Thanks, I meant Google. to click on a different app, and I clicked on Google Jeeves. Podcasts. Fucking, oh yeah, God. we should have done that. Oh, Jeeves would have told us. Ask Jeeves Podcast. Yeah. Good old Jeeves. <laughs> but, again, just to reiterate, you can find us on social media at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Three Ugly Guys. You can also listen to this podcast as well as every other podcast that we have done and will continue to do in the future on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Mm. We want to thank our very special guest, Kyle, for joining you, us Kyle. tonight. Oh, thank you, Kyle. I love, uh, oh, oh, is that not how it goes? Well, thank you guys for having me. I mean, I love this topic. You know, Appreciate when Corey had told me about music, I said, I'm, I'm in. So if we were doing another music topic, yeah. maybe no, high school you, one day. Maybe high we do school a high school, no. high school musical. <laughs> no, if we did music on uh, like what we listened to in high school, like as we got a little Ooh, bit older, yes. no, yeah. Yeah. I would definitely like to come back for that. We'll bring you back. If, if I can speak on behalf of the three ugly guys, I think we can definitively say we will absolutely do a high school version now. Yeah. So it's coming. I don't know when, but we're definitely going to do it. So Let me know. I would love to come back yes. after that. Oh preschool. My, I didn't Ooh, have Barney. a preschool. Oh my God. Hands up, baby, hands up. Give me your heart. Give me, give me your heart. Give me, give me. Corey's not. Corey, are you not familiar with it? Oh, yeah. my God, dude. No, I know the song. I just didn't have preschool. Wait, real quick. Oh. I'm sorry. One more, one more song that stuck to me. Childhood? <laughs> no, not preschool. <laughs> oh, okay. Childhood? Dancing Queen. Dancing. Oh. dancing Queen was was me growing up. From I love that. Stevens. I was a dancing. What? From even Stevens. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. No, I love Dancing Queen. Abba. I, absolutely. Are you a Dancing Queen? Yeah. Young and sweet. I support you. Thank you. Mm. And I'm only 17. <laughs> <laughs> nice Wait, done. That's, Kyle, a, that's uh, a lyric. I know. Someone has to sign your consent form to be on our podcast. And if you're not of the age of 18 or older, he so. is 16 going on 17. <laughs> that's the sound of music. Yeah. yeah she's cool. only 17. No, that's Winger. Oh, all right. Keep going? No? No. Uh, that's the only one I got. No. Well, thank you guys oh, for having me. what's the Weezer that? song, then? We could do Weezer. Weezer. Oh. I mean, Weezer no. good, too, but... What, I don't know the Weezer song. One? What are you talking about? The only popular Weezer song. I don't know. There's a lot of There's popular, a lot popular, popular ones. Anyway, on that note... As always, we are three ugly guys... I'm Corey. I'm Joe. And I'm Paul. And real quick, one more time, we just want to give a shout out to our friend Anthony, who does all of our editing. My man. There he is. <laughs> our audio wizard ant at Aragali Media. Check him out on Instagram. Yup. So once again, hit us up, communicate with us on social media, and until then, have a good night. Bye.